This podcast is brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate delivers the best in geek and gaming gear. From collectibles, apparel, and tech gadgets to art and other epic gear, it's like having Comic-Con in a box. Loot Crate also features individual subscription boxes for gaming, anime, Marvel, and WWE fans, and plans begin at just $24.99 a month. So head on over to cinemageekly.com slash lootcrate, or click the support us link in the show notes for this episode. You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Episode of what comes next, Cinema Geekly's NXT companion podcast. It is Anthony and Jacqueline, and we're back to talk more NXT on the WWE and USA Networks. Episode six hundred and two of NXT. Oh. Yeah, I'm still kind of lamenting moving, missing six hundred. Moving right along. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, this is a big show though this week with got a lot going on. Big announcements. Yeah. So I, uh, I mean, we can we can dive right in, uh, unless you want to talk. Unless you want to talk about, I don't know if you saw the news that apparently there was a new COVID breakout in NXT, and I guess that it's going to severely impact the next episode of the show. Oh, who was so, impacted? I have not heard this. I, I so there are no names as far as I know. Ah. Just that there's been an outbreak, but my guess is um, if there are major players in big storylines and you don't see them on this show, it's possible that not necessarily that they have it, but, but perhaps were, we're in contact, yeah, exposed or in contact with somebody who was, et cetera, et cetera. You know how the whole yeah. contact tracing thing goes. Um, I do, actually. I feel, I, feel <laughs> I know you do. Uh, I feel like this has happened a lot in NXT since the <laughs> pandemic. they dirty people. Right? Uh, I believe Sorry. as uh, I believe as uh, somebody once famously said in a promo on AEW uh, that uh, they run a quote sloppy shop unquote. Mm. Uh, so uh, I don't know. I don't look. Uh, th- those are allegations not made by me, but somebody else working for another company. But they do seem to have these outbreaks quite a bit in NXT. Um, say something that's kind of unpopular like and i don't know any of these people obviously right they're on tv sure we don't know Um, them yeah i don't know them really but like it kind of seems like maybe college i don't know they're kind of young they're kind of dumb yeah they're in florida spring break capital of the the united states not all of them are dumb though or young though like finn balance oh that's true that's true Um, Chomp is my age, but looks older. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That one always hurts a little bit. Also, Chomp- he has a kid. I feel like he's a little more responsible. <laughs> I mean, I have a... Look, I have a kid. And even I look at Chompa and feel like he could be my dad. 
but I'm pretty it's sure. We're, gray. Yeah. I mean, I have little bits of gray, but mm-hmm. you know, I mean, and that is from kids, by the way, kids, if you're listening, yeah. I'm sorry, not sorry, but it's your fault. Um, but yeah, I, no, I think it's just like the, for some people, like the road just hits harder than others. And he's had a, a long career of hard wrestling and mm-hmm. sometimes guys just, and there's always people that just look older. There are some people that it always is look partially old. genetics. Yes. Yeah. Some people always just look like they're 50. So yeah. Yeah. So. Nothing against Ciampa who's continues to be great by the way, but um, I know he moves like a 20 year old looks like a 50 year old. Yes. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's dive into this episode. Okay. I start by saying, hi, William Regal. He's out here to start us off with some announcements. I did like he say, say war games? He did not. Don't know. Not mm. yet. We're too early in the year. Yeah, um, he's got to save it. We get this weird retrospective of NXT, kind of mm-hmm. take us through the years. Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently there's going to be a two-night takeover Yes. In the middle of the week. Oh, God. So, Jacqueline, are you aware cool. of WrestleMania week? Like, what is happening that week? No, I probably should be because it's in my town. So, but... Monday, Monday is Raw. Tuesday yeah. is the Hall of Fame. Wednesday uh, and Thursday Wednesday is Thursday takeover. Wednesday and Thursday is TakeOver. Friday is SmackDown. Uh, WrestleMania is Saturday and Sunday, and then Raw again on Monday. That's too much. And if the rumors are to be believed, although it sounds like maybe NXT might not be moving nights after all because the NHL deal that sounds like it was going to put it on Tuesdays ended up being signed with ESPN instead. Um, So they might not, but at least as of this recording, the plan was to have NXT starting its Tuesday run that Tuesday. Mm. So they you, might do it anyway. Vince McMahon hates us that much. You'd literally have, what would that be? Nine days of WWE continuously. Too many. That sounds like hell as a it's wrestling fan. <laughs> I see and that. so one of these days of uh, TakeOver, though, mm-hmm. is going to be exclusively on Peacock. So I guess it's yes. also getting us ready for that. Yeah, I hope you got your account set up, Jacqueline. Not yet. I still got time. <laughs> you do. I got I got like four weeks, three weeks, something like that. Yes. Um, but so those are things that are happening. Mm-hmm. Fine. Um, net, then there's a second announcement and all, not all, but most of the women are out lined up. Yes. And the biggest question I have of all this is how did Zoe Stark get in the front of one of the lines? Yeah, I, who knows? She's brand new. I don't know. Yeah. She is, but she also she's been up against EO already. She's she's getting a lot of push. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I dig her, but it's just an observation. Candace and Indy on the other side looking just bored, and I love it because they're fully in their characters. Yes. Um, but Regal calls up Dakota and Raquel, and they look like they're going to the principal's office. But Dakota also kind of looks like maybe she's trying not to smile. Like I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're still like a fun loving girl in there so yeah um and they announced that they have their own women's tag team championship now yeah were you expecting this because i was not i was yes okay 
I was, yes. The, I guess there's been some rumors flying about this. I mean, I definitely remember you saying they should have some. I just didn't yeah. think they were going to announce them. And then I heard a whole story about it, but maybe we should wait. I should wait until later to tell the story about the women's tag titles. Can't wait. Can't wait. And then, um, and then, so as soon as they get awarded their belts and they look happy, mm-hmm. um, Shotzi and Ember come out with Mike saying, hey, guess what? Um, we're going to be your first competitors. And I hate their argument on why they should be the first challenger, saying yes. that they also won their division. Very stupid, but Regal listens to them and makes the match. So Yeah, they won their division, but <clears throat> didn't Dakota... They didn't win the tournament. Yeah, didn't Dakota and Raquel beat them to win the tournament? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, it'll it'll all make more slash less sense when I get to tell you about the tag titles later. Well, I think I, I got it as the episode went on, but still, I'm not thrilled about it, but whatever. So we get that. But then we get our first match of the night. And as expected, unfortunately, going first, just because this should have been the main event, we get EO versus Tony. And what I loved about this, though, I will say, is that the women were still lining the ramp as EO entered. And mm-hmm. I really thought that was kind of cool. Yes. She like, she is the leader of the pack. She is. And, like, I really, because, like, I don't think, I don't know. I just, you don't see that all that often. So, women supporting women. I love it. Beth Phoenix also gushing over this. And I'm like, I felt it. I was mm-hmm. like, yes. Um. Still doesn't excuse this for not being the main event, but no. all right. Well, we'll we'll have it for what it is. Raquel, though, given EO the side eye as she's coming down. So, mm-hmm. just to note, Tony Storm's coming at, comes out looking like Beetlejuice pants on. <laughs> Love them. Love them. Um. Just I think she's going like all black and white. I love where she's headed with that. Like her her look and scheme color yes. scheme so all right we met we spent, okay done gushing we start the match <laughs> here um we'll lock up then space then lock up again tony slaps eo and eo takes tony down by the legs and they just slug it out across the ring eo's outside and tony goes to slide out into eo but eo able to stop her picks up some offense including double knees to the chest in the corner tony kicks eo in the face and then goes again but eo able to get out of the way and drop kicks tony eo going for this crazy submission where she basically is twisting tony um and man if tony didn't have the strong legs that she does they would have both been down because mm-hmm. like she was basically holding them up in this really weird way yep um eo takes tony um to the apron and then gets her down uh onto the floor again eo goes to fly but tony pulls her down and then smashes her into the steps lots of shoulder bumps then eo puts tony face first into the mat followed by a tiger kick and then a drop kick off the top rope for a two Tony goes for a suplex, but Io rolls through and gets a double stomp to the chest. Io going to the ropes, but Tony headbutts her um, to slow her down. Now both are on the ropes, and Tony with a huge suplex off the top rope. Uh, and she's the first one back to her feet and gets a clothesline uh, and a German suplex with a bridge pin for a two. Io um, uh, go, does a backbend, and Tony hits her on the abs to take her down. Tony gets Io to the apron and EO able to pick up some steam and does a backdrop into a moonsault to the outside. 
Um, the count starts, um, mm-hmm. but EO is able to get Tony into the ring. EO goes to the ropes, but Tony picks her up and slams her down to pick up a two. Um, and EO's kick out was just super dramatic and wonderful. Um, EO now with all the uppercuts and gets Tony in a cross face, but it's broken by getting to the bottom rope. Double knees to Tony's chest in the corner. She goes for the moonsault, but Tony uh, moves out of the way into the storm zero and EO kicks out. EO is limp on the map. Uh, on the mat, excuse me, Tony's on the mm-hmm. ropes going for a flying headbutt, but EO catches her in a cross face and Tony taps out. Yes. I was surprised at mm-hmm. how she won, but not surprised that she won. Um, yeah. And I'm going to say it. Um, I thought this was fun, and Tony Storm may be growing on me. Ooh, wow. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is something I was not expecting to hear. Um, here's And here's what I'll say it. I think she's getting better competitors, mm-hmm. right? Like, she's not doing the, you know, so, like, when you... EO is so great, like, you're going to match her. You yep. know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I, I think she she's stepping it up for me. The good thing with um, the good thing with Tony Storm and Io Shirai is that they have a really long history together predating their WWE run. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're very used to, uh, to one another. Um, they've had a bunch uh, of matches. A lot of sense. Yeah. Um, I, I really like this match. I thought this was a really good opener. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think it was as eh, I'd have to go back and rewatch it, but they had the year that Tony won the Mae Young Classic, the finals were her and EO. And mm, they had a they had a really good match. Um and I think I may have liked it better than this one, but I don't know. I'd have to I'd have to go back and, and watch it again mm. to to kind of figure. But I thought this was really good. I definitely thought I wasn't surprised that EO won. But I saw Mm-mm. an opening for Tony to win, unlike in the main event where I just I knew. Yeah. Uh, and they would have to they would have to sell me on how good the match was, based on the fact that I already knew who was going to win the match. And I feel like they you know, spoiler alert for later. I think they did an excellent job. But oh, yeah. um, here there was a little bit more question for me as to who's going to end up winning. But uh, not surprised that Eo won. And no, uh, just. A- that she used the crossface to get mm-hmm. the win. I yeah, I really like it when somebody will use something that is not something their different. Tra- mm-hmm. Yeah, something that is not their traditional finisher, because then they can use that again, and yes. people will remember it as that's a thing that she can beat people with. And I think yeah, you you should have as many of those as possible because it will make the match more fun. Uh, yes. But yeah, uh, in short, again, I really liked it a lot. I gave it three and a half. I gave it three and a quarter. Ooh, okay. And Grapple gave it 3.43. Wow, okay. Mm-hmm. We're all in the same ballpark. We're playing the same game tonight. Yeah, we so all far. liked it. For, yeah, it feels like last week this happened too, where like the first match we were like dead on, and then after that it was downhill from the there. Chaos, yes. Um, Finn Balor's backstage reminding Adam Cole that he's all by himself going into tonight's match. Mm-hmm. Ominous. Yes. Uh, then we get L.A. Knight, who I actually can't stand <laughs> oh, backstage. Um, <sighs> he's finally going to shut up, though, and get in the ring next week. And Bronson Reed, all too happy to shut him up. I'm sad, though, because that probably means Bronson Reed is not going to win. But yeah, also, yeah. I just I'm tired. I'm already tired of this guy. <laughs> right. Thank you. <laughs> 
I appreciate that statement. <clears throat> yeah. Don't I like his jacket, but like even that's like mm-hmm. it's not pulling him through for me. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Next, we get Jake Atlas out, who we haven't seen in like forever. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he's going against Pete Dunn. So. Oh yeah, he's literally yeah, pun intended, done for. Yes, it's fine. Um, so Dunn starting by focusing on that arm quickly, but Atlas flipping his way out of it, but not for very long because Dunn's bending Atlas's arms and fingers all at the same time. Mm -hmm. Um, Atlas finally able to take down Dunn, but Dunn comes right back for him. Atlas with a really great hurricanrana and then taking Atlas down with a really impressive flip into the ring. Um, Dunn catches Atlas in a wheelbarrow type position and then kicks Atlas in the face Mm -hmm. um, while all the blood is rushing to his head. So that's fun. Um, Dunn back uh, on the arm and then knee to the tricep and it just looked nasty. Then slapping. Um, Dunn just enjoying this level of carnage here. Uh, Atlas trying so hard to fight up um, and gets two big kicks and flips out of a few submission attempts. But Atlas is able to get Dunn back down and then a standing moonsault for a two. Atlas goes for the cartwheel DDT, but Dunn breaks it up by taking him out by the arm and stomps on his face, snaps his finger into fingers into another submission, and Atlas has no choice but to tap out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm re- I'm glad Atlas got some offense in. It was like a step up from a squash match. Yes. So it helped me like it a little bit better. Um, I was also very surprised Oni and Danny just mm-hmm. stayed on the outside and didn't do anything. Yeah. So they that did was not, nice. They did not perceive Jake Atlas to be a threat to Pete Dunne. So no. no need to interfere, I suppose. Um, but they were watching. Yeah. I thought this was, I thought this verged on good. I agree with you that it was like a, like a step above, maybe like a whole step above a squash. It wasn't mm-hmm. quite a full competitive match where they gave everything they got. I'm sure if these two actually had an opportunity, like Jake Atlas, I know yeah. can have real, I've seen him have really good matches outside of WWE. So I know he could do something like really special. It's yeah. It, it's tough to see them sometimes constrained like this, knowing how much talent there is. Uh, that's that's difficult, but I thought they did the best with what they were given here, and I mm-hmm. liked it enough to give it two and three quarters. That's what I gave it. Hey, awesome. Gra- oh, wow. Jacqueline Grapple gave it 2.74. What? Oh, my gosh. Let's, let's see if we can keep it going. And then it, yeah. Oh, God, I'm nervous now. Um, <laughs> Dunn has a mic um, saying he's the best technical wrestler and dares someone to challenge him Mm -hmm. and I cannot wait to see who it's going to be. Yes. I have no idea. Um, But we'll see. I'm sure I'll have some crazy harebrained scheme of Mm -hmm. who it should be, but mm. Um, Imperium is back or is in their weird backlit way. Yeah. Um, But addressing Timothy Thatcher Mm-hmm. Trying to bring him back into the group, Eichner speaks a bit, and um, maybe they also want Champa, Champa, mm-hmm. which like could be really fun. I don't know. It could Just, be. Could be. It would be weird and fun. I it's think. weird that Imperium wants Timothy Thatcher back in Imperium, although he wasn't really in Imperium. He was in. Well, he was in Ring Comp, which is what. Which is which is like what Imperium 
like grew to. Yeah, or, yeah. it's it's what they were no. on the indies. There was no Fabian they Eichner. Grew to. Yeah. Yeah. Fabian Eichner was not in that group. It was uh it was Walter and uh Marcel Bartello, that Bartel. was not his name, and Timothy Thatcher, and there may have been one other person that was not and Alexander Wolf. Thatcher Thatcher and Bartel were tag team partners. Uh often, yes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it could be really fun. Oh, absolutely. I think so too. They're good. Gonna be like a transatlantic group. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, Leon Ruff responding to Swerve. He's tired of people saying he didn't earn what he got. Um, and we're going to see them together again next week. He's been working on his promos. Yes. I'll say that. Yes, he definitely has been. Um, moving on. Mm-hmm. Um, now we get the women's tag team title. So I can't wait to hear the backstory of this. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll talk about it after the after we talk about the match. Okay, so Shotzi and Ember, I believe they have a new entrance song, like, as a team. Mm-hmm. I think I so. I forgot to mention, I think so. I forgot to mention before, too, um, they have, like, David Bowie-esque, like, face makeup. Yes. I don't know if it was supposed to be reminiscent of David Bowie, mm-hmm. but, like, definitely was. Like the Star Child so, or whatever, yeah. Yeah, with, like, the lightning and Ember Moon had a moon, like, I yes. get it. Um, I get so it. I get it. <laughs> uh, Ember and Raquel start. Ember coming out quickly, and then Dakota um, comes in with some tags in with some offense. Now Shotzi's in. Shotzi pulls Dakota out from the corner, and Dakota drops her um, head on the mat. Shotzi with a clover leaf. Um, Dakota trying so hard, and Raquel, Raquel wanting to interfere, but holding herself back. Uh, Dakota is finally able to break it up. She gets up, and then both are taken down with simultaneous kicks. Raquel's in, and Dakota tags uh, and gets an assisted stomp. Um, now Dakota with a submission attempt of her own, and Shotzi gets Dakota down for a two. Shotzi counters Dakota's move, focuses on Raquel, a step up in Siguri, and able to get Ember in. Mm-hmm. Ember takes out Raquel on the outside and then just does a number on Dakota. Ember just crazy all up in here. Raquel um, takes Dakota to safety outside the ring. Shotzi goes flying through the ropes to take out Raquel. Ember able, able to roll up Dakota for a two. Dakota's all by herself. She takes Ember face first into the turnbuckle and then a big running kick to the face for Raquel to tag in um, who has Ember on her shoulders and drops her for Dakota to kick her in the face and pick up a two. Raquel has Ember stretched over her, um, one her shoulder um, and then tosses her back first onto the mat for a two, um, which is broken up by Shotzi. Now Dakota's back in uh, and looking for the same move as before, but Ember moves um, out of the way to tag in Shotzi, and Dakota actually kicks Raquel. Shotzi takes Raquel out of the equation and then a lot of kicks, a suplex for a two, Ember's back in. Shotzi with the senton thing, Ember with a splash for a two, Shotzi again in, Raquel is nowhere to be found at this point, Shotzi and Ember with this crazy roll through flip thing on Dakota, um, and Raquel is in to break up the pin. Ember goes to take Raquel out with an eclipse, but Raquel counters it, and Raquel and Ember, who are not legal, have this amazing back-and-forth show of strength. Mm -hmm. Dakota sees her partner is in trouble and goes to take Ember out of the ring. Raquel also flips out of the ring as well, um, and Dakota's distracted by a moment by this, so Shotzi takes advantage to roll her up and get the three. Yes. New champions. Twice. It was an ending. The match was good. (laughs) I'm sad. 
and how it ended, I yes. think they deserve better. Yeah, I also thought this match was good. <laughs> the ending was mind-boggling to me. Even after <clears throat> I heard the story of how we basically ended up here, I was my mind was really no less boggled. Um, but... Uh, well, I guess I guess real quick, what what did, what did you give? I gave it a three. I gave it a two and a half because Oof. the ending just really annoyed me. Yeah. Um, by the way, grapple in honor of Stone Cold Steve Austin and because three point one six. Yes, because it is his day. They gave it a three sixteen. Um, okay. So, or you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I kind of said it all right there. Um, so. Uh, the story here is, at least this is what has been reported, that uh, this is actually something kind of similar that happened to AEW last year, where they had developed, uh, they were developing their first um, second tier singles championship. Um, okay. Kind of like their intercontinental title, like mm-hmm. that level. Uh, uh, let's call it the North American title, please. Come yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, for, for AEW, it's the TNT championship because of the network they're on. Mm-hmm. But okay. that, that being said, uh, because of the pandemic, their belt wasn't finished. Um, ah. So instead of instead of delaying its use, they used the half-finished belt that didn't have some of the gold plating and stuff. Uh, they used it on TV for maybe a month or two before the finished product was eventually revealed and usable. So it sounds like the original plan here was for the winners of the Women's Dusty Cup to, uh, they were going to become the tag team champions. That would be the, uh, that was supposed to be the idea, but apparently the belts were not ready by the time they were going to get to the end of the tournament. So uh, because the men's winners were getting tag title shots, the, they wanted the women's winners to get tag title shots too, which meant facing Shayna and Nia Jax. And here's kind of how all of this continues to roll out. Because the plan was to eventually give Dakota and Raquel the women's tag team championships, they didn't want them to look too bad against Shayna and Nia Jax, thus that weird ending to that match uh, yes. with the whole weird referee thing, even though... If memory serves, Dakota was already dead in the ring anyway, and it didn't seem like she was going to have a chance at winning the match. I don't think it made her look that good, but that was their idea, that it would kind of protect them a little bit. So that when the belts were made and finished, they could give them the belts. Now, my mind is already boggled because they won the tournament, they had a tag title match, and they lost, and now they're just giving them the belts. But... They didn't want to so, do another. They didn't want to do another tournament or anything like that because they just did one. So they just sort of moved along with things the way they were planned. Except there was this tag title change on the show that they were given the belts on. So that might lead you to ask the question: Why did they do that? Yes. <laughs> very, like, so why do it in the first place? It's a very good question, and I don't want. And look, maybe I'm wrong. I don't want to spoil NXT TakeOver here because uh, it hasn't happened yet. But I feel like this is a spoiler for NXT TakeOver. Uh, I don't think they want the NXT Women's Champion to also be one half of the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. 
So you think she's going to win it? They, I believe Raquel Gonzalez will probably beat Io Shirai. And that's why they put the belts on. I think that's why they put the belts on them, as was the plan, but then immediately removed them from it and also kept but, Raquel out of the finish of the match, too, because it was Dakota well, yeah, getting obviously. beat. But then, so, but then to counter that, though, yes. why not just say we're going to have a rematch of the finals? <laughs> Yes, the crown. Uh, the, I, Jacqueline, right? that's an excellent like, question. That's a very good like, question. We're just gonna right. I don't. I don't. I don't understand. There's no logic here. Like, I don't get this. No, it doesn't Sometimes. make any sense. Okay, yeah, we can just move Ooh. on. But yes, that's that's okay, the yeah, whole let's, story. Let's go. Um, Adam Cole. Now he's mad at Kyle and Roddy for not falling in line. Um, you undisputed era maybe not dead um maybe just getting new members i don't know that's what he made it sound like um who knows anymore who knows cole has been just where he wants him Mm -hmm. um just seems like he can't let go of the past yeah um all right ember and shatsy getting applause backstage seems a bit late but it's fine um Indy and Candice making themselves known and booing the new champs. Ooh, a potential takeover match. Yeah, Gargano um, giving Austin a pep talk because they're both out. Um, I guess there's still, um, you know, whatever. They're getting over whatever happened last week. Candice keeping true to character, giving great side eye to the tag team champs as as they walk away, as she walks away. Mm-hmm. So that was a weird little backstage moment. Um, next up, we get Caden Carter and Zaya Lee. So Zaya starting for the bell, but Caden with a drop kick. Zaya though coming back um, strong with some big kicks and knees to the abdomen. Caden um, fighting right back and taking Zaya down with clotheslines. Caden with a scissor kick, then a running kick to the face for a two. Caden super on top of all of this. Um, Casey Catanzaro comes out to cheer on her friend while she's in crutches. Mm-hmm. Um, Zaya going after Caden's knee and throws her into the turnbuckle. Zaya getting ready to unleash more brutality and Casey from the floor knocking Zaya down with crutches to have the match finish in a DQ. Yes. Um, but there's a lot that happens. Casey's not happy. Um, she's all sorts of fired up. Boa steps in to help out Zaya and takes the crutch away, but Caden is in to stop Boa. Um, it's super weird, but I really can't wait to see where this goes. Like, I'm mm-hmm. just kind of dig this weird little feud. Yeah, as a as a match, this was not anything because this was a storyline, dis- you know, disguised as a match. Uh, this was just a thing yeah. that will lead us to another thing. But as a match, uh, grapple insists upon me that I rate it and mm-hmm. I gave it one. I was higher just because I did like the storytelling. Oh, pardon me, so one and a quarter. Div- we're going to diverge greatly here because okay. I gave it two and a quarter. Oh, wow. Gra- a grapple different from both of us with a point eight eight, not even a one. I didn't know you could do that. Um, So <laughs> I want to know when Bo is going to start wrestling again. Yeah, and he's sort also- of just standing around, isn't he? Yeah, also, I really thought he was a cruiserweight, but apparently not. But I thought it would be really fun to see him and Escobar go at it. Mm-hmm. 
Maybe they could in general. I'm not familiar with his... I haven't seen enough of him in Ring. You may have actually seen more of him going to house shows than I've seen of him. Probably. Maybe that's why I think he's so... Like, he's more slender than he is. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Speaking of the cruiserweights, stupid Jordan Devlin gets camera time. He's going to be on our TV, too, Jacqueline. He's coming back. He's leaving Ireland. Mm. Looks like we're gonna have a, you know, this, one fight. I real. I just hope he loses. I just this, really hope Escobar wins. It feels like it's a setup for Escobar to win. I mean, they stopped building him as the interim cruiserweight champion like a long time. A long ago. time ago. Yeah. Yes. So I, I can't imagine because I love Legato del Fantasma. Mm-hmm. I'm like. And I don't want them to disappear. Yeah. Um, sometimes, so. sometimes Jacqueline, I wish talented people weren't also horrible people because I'm sure the match will be good. I just, it's going to be difficult for me to get into anything with mm-hmm. people who had so many allegations swirling around them uh, oh. last year. So, or the year before, I actually don't remember. Last year was it so was long. last year. Was it, it? was okay. last year. It was during the pandemic that all of that came out. Okay, like oh, early on in the pandemic, yes. Yeah, that's why it feels like it could have been in 2019. Okay. Yep. Makes sense. So, um, <laughs> so that's the thing that's happening. Um, we get a Zoe Stark video. Um, we find out she's a wrestling fan on top of being a wrestler and putting yeah. she's putting everyone on notice that she's here and ready for everyone and everything. This was a little backwards uh, because she debuted already. Yeah. And they're like, hey, you should know more about this person that you've already seen compete in the ring. Usually I'll it's like, you usually you want to get them to get an idea of who the person is before you see them. But they went backwards. I hear what here. you're saying. Mm-hmm. But what I will say is I prefer this way than like the LA night way. So, <laughs> well, yeah, but he's also highly annoying. And then when he gets into the ring, I promise you, you will not be excited. So probably not. I'm he already said he's not flashy. No, he so is. I have, he is the opposite oh. of flashy. He is. Um, I think uh, he might be what they call in the in the wrestling business a carpenter or a good hand. He's a guy who can uh, build a solid foundation for a match, but right. Like he can, he can work your match. He won't screw up anything. He'll get the job done, but there's no razzmatazz. There's no, there's nothing. That just exciting. sounds like a step up from a journeyman. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, he's definitely okay. a journeyman. Yes. Great. Great. <laughs> Anyway, so Escobar- dripping with disappointment. Escobar and Regal are backstage. Escobar is not happy at all, and Regal trying to explain to him how how it all happened. And um, man, I just love how they're going at it because like Escobar is so like excited and angry, and Regal's just so British. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's wonderful. The, the opposite ends of the spectrum emotionally. Oh, opposite. Yep. Um. But we get Legato Del Fantasma versus Grizzled Young Veterans next. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really excited for this match. Yeah, Gibson's walking down to Wild. Um, uh, Gibson, sorry, Gibson's trying to talk down to Wild and Mendoza, but they honestly don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, Drake also with a mic. Um, 
and he did all right in the middle of the speech as opposed to at the end. So I think I think he finally found his his niche. His niche voice. Yeah, his voice. On when to speak. Yes. Yeah. Put him in the middle. Not at the <laughs> beginning or the end. Yes. Um so we start with Mendoza and Gibson. Gibson tries to take Mendoza down, but Mendoza's able to get in a hold. Wild and Drake in him. Mendoza's still running at Drake. Wild with an assisted jumping move to Gibson that put him on the outside. Um, and then this really cool assisted move by Wild on Drake for a two. Then, of course, the astronauts come out mm-hmm. and they take off their helmets and it's not Brizango, it's MSK, and they are here for revenge on grizzled young veterans. Mm-hmm. Um, this distracts Drake. Um, so Wild is able to get a pin oh uh the pin for the win. Yes. Um so weird match. Mm-hmm. Nothing really happened, but it's a huge win for Legato del Fantasma, so I'm happy for them. Yeah, I went one and a quarter again because this is very much like the Zaya Caden Carter match where mm-hmm. it was a thing to set up another thing. But yeah, um, it was. I went with a two okay. um, because I still think um, I thought Wild looked really good in this match. So grapple because he, he he did some stuff. Grapple came close to a one by giving it a point nine two. Okay, again. Um, post-match, uh, MSK is coming after Grizzled Young Veterans hard. Mm-hmm. Um, Legato Del Fantasma in the ring laughing at them, and then Brazango comes up from behind out of nowhere to take them out. Um, and it was way more fun to watch Brazango versus Legato Del Fantasma in like the post-match stuff than the actual match. Mm-hmm. Um, and then MSK and Brazango are celebrating, and I want all four teams to have a match now. <gasps> Ooh, yes. maybe that'll be a takeover match. That could be. Is it? Is that called a fatal four-way? Yes. I don't know. Okay, I'm getting. I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that'll be really fun. Mm-hmm. I want that to happen. Um, we're back to backstage. Um, Dakota and Raquel being interviewed, um, looking all sad. Um, but EO interrupts and calls out Raquel, saying she's the next uh, person you know that she wants that EO wants to fight. So we're finally getting that. It's only been building up since you know War Games, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, to your point from before, you know, yes, spoilers. Um. We have Thatcher and Ciampa backstage responding to Imperium. Ciampa's not interested, but he says he wants the general. So, like, Walter's coming, guys. It's yes. happening. I bet you he comes with Jordan Devlin. He might. I mean, on the same flight, he's, perhaps. Yes. He's hiding in Devlin's baggage. <laughs> oh, that's ironic and hilarious. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Um, Thatcher, though, the whole time staying quiet, but Ciampa decides to make a match, and so now they're going to be um, going up against Imperium. So should be fun. Should be fun to see what happens. Mm-hmm. So. All right, we're here. Main event time. Adam Cole versus Finn Balor for the title. Yes. I almost said tag team title and I knew that wasn't right, but it is what it is. <laughs> um, Cole still coming out to the same music, so yep. I guess he has some separation issues. Yep. Um, or he got it in the breakup. Who knows? Yeah, I think he, uh, in the I think in the the, the breakup he got the rights yeah. to the theme song. Yes. He, he must have. Still shocking the system. Um, yeah, he's doing what he needs to do. Um, yeah. So just coming out like fire, a whole bunch of stuff happens early. I couldn't even wrap my head around it mm-hmm. um rolling around on the mat finn finally gets cole in a hold cole fighting the whole time and able to roll up finn for a quick one 
One count, um, both on their feet. Finn still has the hold on, and Cole finally able to get out of it um, and bends Finn's arm behind him. Cole goes after Finn's neck. Um, then we're back to the mat, and Finn's face just taking a lot of pressure. Finn to break. Um, Finn breaks. To break the hold, picks up Adam Cole. Um, Cole's on the offense um, after the commercial, but Finn's able to get a drop kick, and they are they both take a while to come back from it. Finn with another hold and putting a lot of pressure on Cole's neck now. Both back to their feet, uh, and Cole with a knee to the abdomen, but Finn flips Cole to the ground, and then Cole gets Finn out on the apron and then puts Finn face first into the plexiglass. Both men back in the ring and Finn's turn to get beat up, um, but Finn with another drop kick and sweeps the leg to put Cole on his back. Huge chops. Finn then turns his attention to Cole's knee, followed by a double stomp to the chest. Cole with an enziguri and Finn with an elbow takedown for a two. Finn using the ropes to jump onto Cole, um, but he slides out of the ring and takes Finn out by his legs. Uh, Finn's sitting on the apron like a rag doll. Cole setting up the stairs, carries Finn down, but Finn's able to counter with a suplex on the ramp. Middle of the ring slugfest, uh, Cole with a brain buster um, for a two. Cole looks for the Panama City sunrise, but Finn moves out of the way to get a slingshot and shoots Cole back with a drop kick. Goes for the coup de grave, but Cole moves uh, and gets a super kick for a two and then uh, into a crossface. Finn rolls Cole to break it up, uh, and only, but only for a moment because then we are right back to where we were, um, but Finn gets to the bottom rope. Cole is limping, but Finn takes him out, and then a big clothesline, another super kick by Cole. He gets the last shot, Finn, but Finn kicks out. Cole on the ropes again and puts the Panama City sunrise, uh, and Finn kicks out of that, um, and Adam Cole's just shocked. He has a mm. great surprise face. Yep. Um, Cole with the finger guns, um, and Finn sends him uh, up and over the top rope. Kyle uh, is out behind the barrier in a denim vest. Um, Finn flips over the top rope to the uh, to the outside, and then a 1916 on the floor. Kyle's just looking stoned. His eyes are all red. Um, Cole back in the ring and a coup de grace um, by Finn to pick up the uh, the win. Yes. Um, I thought this match was fantastic. Agreed. Um, I thought it was probably one of the fastest moving Finn Balor matches that I've seen in recent times. Because mm-hmm. um, usually his they make him go very long, so it's very slow. Yeah. But this, they did all the things in a much more compact period of time, and I want more of this. Yes. Uh, Canadian Kyle O'Reilly is very slowly morphing into the old uh, Canadian tuxedo, which is just jeans, denim from head to toe. Yeah. Uh, he's working oh. his way there. Um I have a whole thing for the post-match of a commentary on his look. Yes. <laughs> um, so this was pretty predictable that Kyle O'Reilly would have something to do with Adam Cole's downfall. Um, it wasn't over dramatically so, um, but it was enough for Finn Balor to retain the title. I thought this match was excellent. I didn't think the Kyle O'Reilly moment uh, took very much away from the match at all. I I agree. And uh, this uh, this will go down as a great defense for Finn, and it is also a, an excellent continuance in the Adam Cole-Kyle O'Reilly story. I gave this a four. Me too. I agree. I thought the match was fantastic while setting up story. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought it was great. Grapple goes 3.82. All right. Okay. So we start around the same. We end around the same. That's yes. about right. Yes. <laughs> That's part for the course. 
All right. So now post match. So okay. So Kyle has been sporting this um uh like mohawk thing. Um, and now I'm thinking he really just grew out his hair solely beco- to become a new character, right? Like, mm-hmm. did this happen? Um, also, he was wearing a studded belt. So, like, I'm really excited for him, um, his new emo look yeah. that he's got going on. Or, like, um, 80s thrash metal or something. I don't know what he's going for exactly. But. Here's the thing. He's he's going to be coming out to ska music soon. Like, that's where this is going. <laughs> oh, no. Uh he- I don't know. That's I don't know. I really, well, cause like, no, I'm, I'm like, he's got to have like Sami Zayn type entrance music. Like this. <laughs> I don't know if that's Kyle's thing. Um, Probably not, but like that, that's the only explanation for this character as a former <laughs> Scott kid myself. Mm-hmm. I know one when I see one. <laughs> <laughs> like you recognize the look. I do. I do. There was a- he, he's definitely skanked around to some songs. <laughs> There's an exchange. There's an exchange of ideas via clothing choices to Jacqueline. There is. Like, like you, you, you just recognize it. You... <laughs> All right. Post match. Scott recognizes um, Scott. Yes. It does. Yes. Um, Post match. Um, Finn's like sitting in the corner and looks at Kyle and just points to Cole. Like, go ahead, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. Um, Cole groveling. Um, but Kyle knew not to trust him. Um, he takes off his, uh, Kyle takes off Adam Cole's Undisputed Era armband Man. and just goes berserk. Yep. Um, he takes out the ref. Um, now all the refs are out holding Kyle back, but it didn't work for long because Kyle with this huge like Superman punch on this stage, um, and they just like run off into the back fighting. Um, mm-hmm. Finn's still in the ring, and he just goes... What took you so long? You think he's alone and you turn around and there's Karrion Cross. Mm-hmm. Looking large. <laughs> yes. He is big. <laughs> he's physically imposing. Um, so I guess that's a coming too. Mm-hmm. For sure. And that's the show. <laughs> um, by the way, uh the Undisputed Era, their breakup, a long time coming. They formed at NXT Takeover Brooklyn 3. When they debuted together, right? Which is, yeah, August 19th, 2017. Wow, this is a good run. So they had a good run. Um, I can't wait for Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. I presume this will be a takeover match. Uh, and I am very excited for it. Um, yes, but you want to know what I'm more excited about? Hmm. Seeing what happens to Bobby Fish. <laughs> yeah, what happens? Um, I don't know. <laughs> if any, if anything happens, even is he still here? Like, is he gone? <laughs> he must These be hurt questions. or something. Yeah, like clear. But like, is is this his final hurt? Like, who knows? <laughs> yes, uh, the final hurt. Uh, I don't know how else to put that. <laughs> this was a re- retirement tour subtitle. Yeah. <laughs> the final hurt. Um, oh. Well, Jacqueline, I went scrubbing the internet to find out what we have in store for the next episode of NXT. And they haven't announced anything match wise, except for one thing and you're going to hate it. So in the meantime, uh, why don't you head over to cinemageekly.com where you can check out the archives of the show. And of course you can find us on Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. Um, just search for what comes NXT hit subscribe. And that way you can come back next time to hear us talk about more WWE NXT on the USA and WWE networks. 
featuring the only thing that I could find them promoting in a match for next week, which is the in-ring debut of L.A. Knight. <laughs> Just hold your breath. 